On this episode, Katie ruins our lives with Fast and the Furious. I ruined my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> that was good, right? Yeah, it was good. Okay. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Ruin My Life, a podcast about forcing your friends to like the things you like. I'm Jason Edwards. I'm Kelsey Goldman. And with us, oh, oh who's that? Who's the, uh, why am I doing this? With us is Katie Warden, friend of the podcast. Hi, Katie. Hi, guys. I got myself kind of worked up to do a big old intro, but I did that last time with Sarah and it paid very few dividends. No. So I'm just, I'm just going to start introducing our friends normally. That seems like a good plan. Yeah. Oh, gee, Katie, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, you guys. It's been nice. It's been great having you. This was a uh, a pretty large endeavor that we undertook in the past week. This is this is like a two week process, yeah. really. We started this uh, last Friday, and no Friday was before only, last. I was like, it was two weeks. Yeah, it's, it's it's taken me two weeks to work my way through this this saga of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Boy, what a magical two weeks it's been. <laughs> I feel like I used to watch other TV shows and movies, but. Somehow, every waking moment of my life has been filled with the Fast and Furious franchise. You, you need nothing else other than the Fast and the Furious. Well, if I'm not watching it, then I'm thinking about it. If I'm not thinking about it, I'm asleep and I'm dreaming about it. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like we need to do like a whole, like, when critics list, like, culture critics list, like, watch for this review, so many episodes, or listen to this, blah, blah, blah. We should really open up with, like, what exactly what we watched. Yeah. What we watched was... Stop me if I get something wrong. The Fast and the Furious. Okay. Too Fast, Too Furious. The Fast and the Furious, colon, Tokyo Drift. Order, order pending. <laughs> Faster Furious. Fast and Furious? The Fastest. Four is Fast and Furious. The Fast and the Dead. <laughs> Number Alternate six. Alternate titles number for six, all of the movies. The world's fastest Indian. <laughs> fastball. The Fastball musical by the band Fastball. <laughs> faster, faster, pussycat kill. Okay, so to step back. <laughs> to step back. We watched, we, we got to Fast and Furious, which was the fourth movie. Fast Five. Fast and Furious 6, mm-hmm. Furious 7. Yes. Thanks for fast checking me there. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we watched all of those in, in several different settings. We watched 1, 2, and 4 together last Friday. Two Fridays Because ago. Katie and I are of the belief that 3, that they should be watched in chronological order and not release order, and 3 comes after 6. <laughs> but I didn't yes. do that because of a reason too complicated and boring to mention on the podcast. I ended up watching one, two, four, three, then five, six, and seven in the proper order. So basically the worst order, really. Yeah. A confusing order. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, Katie, we have some questions for you. Oh, goody. I got a lot of questions. Actually... 
Kelsey, I think you have most of the questions. I have a lot of questions. I have one question that really sort of sums up the whole experience, but I'm going to save it for the end. So for anyone who doesn't know, if they've, you know, been living under a a media rock, um, can you explain to us what, what exactly we're talking about? The Fast and the Furious franchise? That is correct, yes. So it is currently seven, soon to be eight, possibly up to ten or however many movies Vin Diesel feels like making. (laughs) Um, focusing on the shenanigans of um, Dominic Toretto, his family, and uh, Brian O'Connor, played by Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, uh, with lovely appearances by Ludacris and Tyrese and The Rock. Um, And basically, most of the time, they're either trying to steal something, running away after stealing something, or chasing bad guys. Yeah. All with fast cars. Yeah. And explosions. It's actually an amazingly precise summary of the series. Like, I didn't think it was possible. That was really good. That basically sums it up, yeah. I got kind of distracted halfway through because I thought about there being 10 of these movies, which would make it officially a decology. Oh, shit. <laughs> and each one, uh, funny enough, each one corresponds to one of the um, the Ten Commandments. You want to expand that metaphor? Um, sure. Obviously, <laughs> the eighth one is Thou Shalt Not Covet. That Charlie's their own. <laughs> uh, the f- first, thou shalt not steal. I mean, they, they've been doing that from from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, thou shalt not kill. They've um, been doing that too. They they do a lot of both those. It's sort of an exploration. It's not a condemnation of each individual sin. Or okay, what are the other uh, commandments? I know you guys think there's like six hundred, but there's really only ten. Um, so what are the, the ten real ones? <laughs> Six hundred thirteen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that makes. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Covering neighbor's wife, stealing, killing, honor, honor thy father and mother. False gods. Uh, when there is no god but me. That's the covering thy neighbor's. Stuff. That's gonna be the tenth one when they when they race against God. <laughs> it should be said that we are recording this before the release of the Fate of the Furious, which is. The wonderfully titled eighth film in this yes. franchise. Um, so if you're listening to this after the the day it is released, then you are becoming angry at us for not referring to the eighth movie in the series. Just pump your brakes. Get it? Brakes? Because it's a movie about cars. <laughs> we'll be there opening day, but just we can't see the future. So yeah. we, we are still, all of you know what happens, but we're still living in a state of suspense. Like, why would Don betray his family? What was he thinking? When did when did you first experience uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise? When when did you become a follower of the family Toretto? So I was thinking about this today, trying to recall the first time I saw this, and actually, it feels like it's just been in my consciousness forever. <laughs> that it's just always existed, either through TNT or <laughs> various <laughs> forms like that. Um, it was probably though not until the fourth one came out that I hardcore got into it. Um, cause that was about 2009. Um, and then went backwards and watched the older ones actually in order and minus three, cause I watched three, but we, we can talk about three later. Mm. And, um, and then, uh, have proceeded to watch them all as they have come out in theaters. Um, yeah, I just really like, I think it, some of it might be having a little brother who likes fast cars also and growing up in Daytona where fast cars are a thing. It just always seemed like it was part of my life. 
weirdly enough. Just buried in your subconscious. Bar- yeah, it's always just been back there. Waiting to be uncovered. Like they say when you're when you when a sculptor makes a statue, they're just uncovering the image that was already there. Oh, they yes. say that. Yeah. The the marble speaks to them. Yeah. You're an art historian, you know that. Yeah. So Katie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys both should back me up on this. <laughs> We're, We're agreeing with you. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, so what do you think? Um, why? Why do you love them so much? Why? Why do you? Why do they resonate with you? I mean, on a surface level, fast cars and explosions are pretty awesome. <laughs> I just really have always loved action movies. So from that perspective, I've always liked them. I do really like that there's a continuous narrative, and it's always been about that unit of people and that at the end of the day it's about them as a family and not like because all the stories are different but at the end of the day it's it's them which I and I just really like the characters so I think that that's where it has always resonated there's something to be said for not doing too much story-wise you know like there's a formula and it works and keep doing it yeah yeah, the sto- it's worked for seven movies. <laughs> the story is very, yeah. uh, I'd say, primal. It's very basic, yeah. but it leaves plenty of room for, you know, outsized action and oversized emotions. Mm. Mm. Having watched these now recently, um, as we watched them this week, do they still like? Do they still hold up? Do they still mean the same thing to you? I think they do. I rarely watch them all at one time anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more like, oh, I really want to watch six or whatever. Um, I haven't sat down and watched all seven of them in a really long time straight through. Um, but yeah, I still really, I love watching them. They were on, uh, it was on TBS or something recently, This was like last weekend. And even though we had just watched it, I was like, oh, I could watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. It's Dom and Brian. I can do this again. So, yeah, I, I think it's easy. To, they're easy to watch. They're fun to watch. I still enjoy them. I'm excited for the new ones. So, Jason, since you are you are the titular Ruiny, technically, because yes. I have seen I have seen and experienced yes. and, and love these movies, not as much as Katie, but but uh, enough to have seen them multiple times. Um, what was your experience like? Can you break that down for us? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do want to break that down for you. <laughs> so before we watched The Fast and the Furious, I'd seen, you know, basically none of the movies. I'd seen maybe five to 20 minutes total on various cable and pay cable platforms, but I never actually watched one all the way through. And um, if I could just like go through this movie by movie with you guys, that'd be really helpful for me. Sure. I'm going to try to keep things uh, spoiler light. We'll see how that goes. Usually it doesn't go so well for us, but... No. Um, but honestly, like, you know, I, like, mm. <laughs> there's only so many things you can spoil about the the, the car movie. True, Very but true. I'm gonna try to keep things a little bit. Certain plot points I'm not gonna get into too deeply. Okay. So, Fast and Furious one. Is this really a movie? <laughs> I don't know what I expected from this one because I knew it was the first, and I knew things really sort of escalated from further from this one. So this is gonna be the most grounded and down to earth which sounds bizarre to say about a fast and furious movie but it is kind of true mm-hmm. but also sort of so it was shot by rob cohen who went on to direct triple x which is a lesser film in many ways <laughs> uh so certainly lesser in the vin diesel catalog the oeuvre 
but it sort of looks yeah. it has that sort of like late 90s teen movie look it does like i guess everything sort of has this like orange cast to it but not like the bright heavy contrast blue and orange thing we have now just like the sort of like faded out late 90s boy we're still shooting on film but we really love not to anymore <laughs> and i guess i thought it'd be more of a story because i knew the basic premise of the first movie at least was undercover cop goes after mm-hmm. gang of car race thieves the thing about the first movie is you know that's a story but there's absolutely no exposition no you don't even find <laughs> no. that, that brian's a Straight cop in. until like 30 minutes in yeah. and it's such it's so such a non-issue that he's a cop like mm-hmm. it, it it puts him there and sort of like it does it drives the narrative to an extent but it's really feels like an afterthought really like it's like they were writing the script and they realized oh wait why is he doing this and then they didn't go back and put that scene at the beginning they just wrote it when they thought of it. <laughs> um, it's not a movie without it, without its charms. Uh, Vin Diesel is most of those. It, it kind of falls in the realm of... I don't want to step on any toes by saying this, but it sort of is in the realm of the good-bad a little bit. Mm, yeah. I would say I'd most, most of the memorable things about the, this first movie are things I enjoy. Maybe not the way they were intended. Like anytime, anytime anyone talks about the Buster, <laughs> uh, race wars. Race wars. <laughs> so, this, uh, for anyone not caught up at this point, they, they attend a like I guess semi-weekly event out in the desert. That's a a, a racing competition between a bunch of underground street racers, and it's called Race Wars. And it's especially upsetting because the different teams do sort of seem aligned based on their race. <laughs> race wars. So the double meaning seems not quite unintended. And then there's the whole thing, like, um, the action scenes are still pretty good. There's not as much racing as I thought there would be, to be honest. There's a lot more talking. In one, yeah, there is. Yeah, you expect there to be more racing. Yeah. And there's one really good set piece when they're robbing the truck towards the end. Yeah. Which has shades of, um, and the truck driver is trying to fight them off. And he, it, it, you never see the truck driver's face, and it's got shades of Steven Spielberg's duel. Mm. Which is a movie about a evil truck, basically. <laughs> There's a driver in it, but you never see the driver. Right, okay. And I sort of like, I mean, I don't know if that was intended. I don't want to, I don't want to mistakenly attribute something to Rob Cohen and, and the writers of this movie that they didn't intend, but I also don't want to give them too little credit. But I would say it evoked for me Steven Spielberg's early work. Sorry, I just heard myself saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, in, in the grand scheme of things, the first movie is... Um, it's weird to say this about like, like a two-hour movie, but it's sort of a prologue. Yeah, it's a big setup movie. It's a, it's a. They're really lucky that they continued to make that, right? Because otherwise, it would have been pretty, pretty one note. But like all the things they 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 plant seeds for in one, do pay off later on. It's just not really in one. It's odd. Like it's odd for a. It's just it's so strange. They late nineties car like action movie was this sort of like the first chapter of a longer narrative like things reverberate out from this movie through like up into six and then into seven as well mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird because at the end of one they kind of like break up the band mm-hmm. yeah because because you know dom yeah. finds out brian is a cop yeah and things sort of go south in a very confused and like slapdash way yeah dom that was like when we were watching one i was like wait is he on the run now I couldn't remember, like, he, because Dom, basically, Brian makes it so Dom and, and the gang can get away, but not, 
like be clean basically he's he's caught between his his duty as a as a cop an undercover cop and his growing love for his new family yeah. uh, which is which is still you know that love is very new and young but it, it is real mm-hmm. especially his love for Mia Toretto Dom's sister mm-hmm. and so he sort of is like forced by circumstance to reveal himself both as a cop and sort of reveal the Dom's gang to the, the authorities and everything is so everyone's sort of scattered to the winds which which brings us sort of Every, okay, really that this brings us into into the fourth movie but we can't yeah. get there yet so the <laughs> next thing they did was called too fast too furious yeah uh possibly the greatest sequel title since uh breaking two electric bugaloo <laughs> Immort- and- immortalized in the theme song by Ludacris. yeah too fast too fast too furious too furious and i gotta <laughs> say too fast too furious was uh, until i got like sort of in like the later half of the series yeah. too fast too furious was by far my favorite movie in the franchise it is despite I get, despite its lack of vin diesel lack of vin diesel yes and i do have a fondness for vin diesel that sort of grew as i as as i watched more of these movies <laughs> Maybe. Katie looks so proud right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll cop to not really fully appreciating Vin Diesel before I saw these movies, but dude is actually like he sort of has like a marble mouth, sort of like mumbly delivery, but he's 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 got charisma. Yeah, like he's he is charming. It's but you know who's got boatloads of charisma? Tyrese Gibson. One Roman Pierce. Because uh, the rock, um, not the rock. That's no, the rock. He also has lots of charisma. He has a lot of charisma. He, he is. He's he Samoan Thor. He is in these movies. <laughs> Um, Vin, Vin and Rob Cohen went off to make Triple X mistake, but is it a mistake though? Because if not, we wouldn't have not have gotten Too Fast, Too Furious, directed by I think John Singleton. That guy's had a wild career. Uh, anyway, so they uh, Paul Paul Walker is still around as Brian. He still is somehow a cop. You get the feeling he's on thin ice, but he is still no, a cop. he's not a cop. And the cops bring him in. They're like, we need someone who can drive. <laughs> Oh, so the plot of every movie going forward happens in yeah, the second movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's not. He's right. He's not a cop. He's a disgraced cop because he let Vin get away at the but end. But then back in four, he's he's a, he's an FBI. Right. Yeah. But so yeah. they bring they bring him in to take down a drug dealer. Yes. And yes. then he he also recruits his old friend uh, Roman Pierce. Yes. Played by Tyrese Gibson. Oh, and, he, and Roman Pierce is by far my favorite character in the franchise. He is so charming and cocky and just. You get the impression he he improvises a lot of his dialogue. At least I do. Like some yeah, of it feels yeah. very off the cuff in a very Tyrese Gibson way. I don't know if he does. I mean, if he doesn't, kudos to the writers because so, it, it feels like he does. Some of the things he says, and I'll get back to this later. <laughs> they do not feel like they were written down by a person before <laughs> Tyrese Gibson said them. That's fair. <laughs> because there's a lot of in two. There's a lot more racing, which I really enjoyed. And two is like really abandons all of uh, the first one's even like vague pretensions towards being a real movie, <laughs> and it's just like a dumb buddy cop action movie basically, mm-hmm. where uh, Roman and and Brian sort of have a shared history that they sort of work together to overcome as they're t- you know taking down these drug dealers, and there's more racing. Uh, they they really start off my favorite trend in the series, which is when people are in separate cars racing like alongside each other, but are shouting like in their own car as if the other person can hear them. Yes. But what they're really doing is talking to themselves. Yeah. Saying some quippy one-liners. Yes. Just because you need to have some quips in there. Now, Katie, would you say... Would you say that two 
two is not your favorite of two is not my favorite, but I do love it. But we were watching it. You're like, but two has Roman Pierce, so yeah, and it's the introdu- uh, introduction of Ludacris into the series, That's right? right. Ludacris as, Which, as Tej uh, replacing in the essentially Jaw Rule from the first one because yeah. that was a little who had true. It was way worse than yeah. Ludacris. So Ludacris is I just good. think Ludacris is one of those people I think should be in a lot of things, all yeah. things. Um, I love Ludacris, so. Um, I do enjoy it. Like he's in that movie, and I do like Tyrese's uh, appearance. And he's a great Roman Pierce is a great character. Mm-hmm. He's a hilarious person. He's so. he's so over the top in everything he says and does. That he you... totally believes everything he says. Oh yes, a hundred percent. He believes he deserves all of it, mm-hmm. all the things. <laughs> Because so. you had some thoughts about uh, Roman Pierce oh, in particular. My, my Roman Pierce is totally bisexual and in love with Brian O'Connor theory. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate on, upon this theory? I mean, the, I think the theory can be backed up that Roman Pierce is a queer character. He he definitely ex- exhibits some, some, I think, latent attraction towards Brian in 2. And then he gets all flirty up in Tej in like the later... I was going to say, it's just the, to ludicrous probably later yeah 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 in in like five five and six like they're like a bro pack where but it's like it's a little flirty it's a little flirty but it's it's because like yeah because you got dom and letty and then you got mia and brian and it's like yeah you got ted Ted and roman Roman. (laughs) it gets really weird and 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 han and and giselle and then it gets real weird when uh ramsey gets involved in there and he's like oh two three by by seven like (laughs) tej and and, uh Roman are ha- are married. Yeah, they are, they're married. married. They're, they're hashtag, hashtag married. married. <laughs> like when they're driving in the car and and Ludacris in in the end of seven, Ludacris is in the back seat doing the hacking and Roman's driving. I was just like hashtag married. Yeah, they, they argue <laughs> like a married couple. Yeah, it goes beyond like ball busting banter, so to speak. So, but and yeah, it is it is my belief that Roman Pierce and probably Tej by extension <laughs> are both uh, queer characters. The first thing I will <laughs> give you this: the first thing Roman does in. Too Fast Too Furious is wrestle Brian for like several minutes. For far too long. Yeah. <laughs> that scene went on for far too long. And in four, where's the one where they're in Brazil? Five. 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 In five, when they bring all the them all together, um, uh, and there's like a bunch of new people that Roman's not met because it's the first time Roman's meeting Han and Giselle. Han and Giselle, and because he's not in four. No. Um. It was the first time he's meeting Dom or anybody. Oh, and Dom, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he and he comes in and he like he like definitely does like a like a sizes up the like the new the new people. Um, where he's just oh, the, like, com- the competition for Brian's heart. Yeah, he's just like who are these bitches? Who are these bitches? <laughs> <laughs> the one problem I have with Too Fast Too Furious is that there's not a lot of women. I mean, there there's two basically and neither of them really have roles like eva mendez is in it but like she has like four lines <laughs> you, can, like, you can never tell if she's good or not good right? and you're like where do you fall like it's very confusing her yeah. role in the Lend- movie lending lending credence to the theory that there is a some gay subtext going on between uh a roman and and brian is the weird uh, the you you get the feeling they they meant for oh well, no it feels like after the fact someone saw some of the dailies from too fast and furious and yeah. thought People might, people, some people might, might not like this. And so, um, uh, there's, there's some, there's some light flirtation between Brian and Eva Mendez's character, 
But she she pops up in one scene just to warn him about like some bad guys that are about to show up, and they share a really really awkward kiss. It's the weirdest. Like it's so moment. forced and feels like because they never. That's like their only moment of physical affection towards each other, and it comes in the worst moment, and is even like shot from a distance with no emphasis on what's happening. Yeah, I mean, and even like, and they don't have very good chemistry, and even no. like, like Roman and, and Brian have great chemistry, obviously. Obviously, even like Tej and Suki, who like Suki, it's it's pretty implied is into girls. I at think, or at least, at least, at least bisexual. They have better chemistry than even Mendes. Oh yeah, and yeah. Even Mendes and, 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 and Paul Walker have no chemistry. Yeah, um, but you know, so in in that vein, Too Fast Too Furious is both the gayest and the greatest. <laughs> I feel like we need to talk about how bizarre the placement of Tokyo Drift in the franchise is, mm-hmm. and you can't get that without dealing with it as it came out to the American people. Fair. That's fair. So, so I don't really know what happened here, but after Too Fast, Too Furious, Paul Walker left the franchise for a minute. So they, for whatever reason, they they spun off. They basically did a, a spinoff of the Fast and Furious movies in called Fast and Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, starring a young Lucas Black. Not that young. As Sean. Okay, dude is in high school. He's, but he's 34 now, so... So everyone... Okay, so everyone in, in, in Sean's high school looks like, you know, adult actors. Like, that that's just a Hollywood movie movie problem. But Sean Lucas Black looks like some, like, 21 Jump Street style undercover cop, which, given the way this series often goes, you may be surprised to find out is not the way things actually pan out. He's a bad boy who loves racing, and he has an inexplicably heavy southern accent. But anyway, so he gets into a race and causes a lot of property damage. So he gets um, he he got in one little race and his his mom got scared. <laughs> Said you move him with your father and his um Asian call girl in Tokyo. In Tokyo. <laughs> but right when we first meet Sean's father, he is like that's that's a yeah. paid woman because yeah. like we never see her again. No. Um. Anyway, so his his estranged father takes him in in Tokyo, and before you know, before you can say. Cultural appropriation. Oh, God. Sean is drawn into the world of Tokyo Drift street racing. Katie, do you have any thoughts about Tokyo Drift? It's not my favorite. <sighs> um, it is really. It's a weird. It's a weird movie to watch in order, in time release order. It's weird. Uh, I do think it fits better after six, where it really like belongs in the story. And it's weird. I really do like Han as a character. Yeah. It's just like it's a very. It's just a confusing movie well, on a lot of levels. Yeah, when when Jason was watching it, he texted me and he's like, I don't understand how they decided that Han was interesting enough to bring back. But, like, when you watch it post-six, you, like, understand why Han is kind of, like, dead inside and boring. Yes. <laughs> in Tokyo Drift. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's so odd. It's like, he's just such a weird character in that movie. And it's like, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. if you don't watch the other And ones. they clearly decided... It's like they decided his fate way early, and then they decided it was going to be a prequel make, before they finished. Yeah, it. and like knew that they were going to make enough movies. I don't think so. You guys are giving them way too much credit. I think for what happened. Okay, here's my interpretation of the events, and I'm going to get a little bit more spoilery here than I said I would, just because it's hard to explain what happened to the franchise without really getting into it. And most everyone knows this anyway, so it's not a huge thing. But so we meet the character of Han in this movie, who is a cool. This was also this was the first one directed by Justin Lin. Notable. Went on to direct most of them. He meets Han, 
who is sort of the cooler, sort of detached, like he's sort he, Han is involved in the underground, like crime filled racing scene, but he doesn't seem like too too involved in it. And he sort of like he loans Sean his car and Sean wrecks it in his first embarrassing race. And sort of Han sort of like uses that as an excuse to sort of take him under his wing and sort of just, you know, sort of figure out what kind of guy he is and teach him how to race properly. And then Han dies really needlessly. Like to motivate, I guess, Sean's third act revenge. Sean's, Sean's third act revenge is in no way satisfying enough to justify killing off Han. No. Um, and, you know, and, and Sean wins the race and he gets the girl and, you know, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, but, well, well, okay, so Dominic Toretto turns up at the end saying, like, I used to know Han. He was family. You want to race, kid? And what I guess is meant to, like, get, us, get, get the audience pumped for uh, the fourth movie. Yeah. Although I, I just, I, I get confused, like, if, if they knew, like, Vin Diesel was a big enough draw, like, get people hyped up for another one, why wasn't he just, like, the star of this movie? I don't know. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff I guess I don't know, so I don't want to get too much into speculating on that. But what happened was Han was so popular, and for a reason I don't fully get from this movie, though he is he is the coolest character, but the part of that is because the main character is such a... Okay, uh, Kelsey, how did you put it? What did I say? You said he was, I think, um, uh, a bitch. A, a little bitch? A little bitch. A little southern bitch boy? Yeah, I believe those are your words. <laughs> accurate yeah, which is not not unfair not unfair <laughs> but people liked Han so much that when moving on to the fourth one which is named very confusingly Fast and Furious <laughs> no articles no articles in that one when, when that first came out I thought it was a prequel because it had fewer words than the original title <laughs> uh, which it but though it, sort it of is, is a prequel, prequel to three <laughs> because Han is in the fourth one mm-hmm. alive uh, still very much alive like mm-hmm. hanging out with Vin Diesel pulling jobs with him then he sort of has a line about, like, I think I'll check out what's going on in Tokyo. And then it vanishes from the movie. Oh, I didn't even talk about Bow Wow in the third one. <laughs> Bow Wow is in the third one. He's the, the best part of the movie. Agreed. Um, <laughs> the saving grace of that movie, really. Bow Wow's existence. Yeah. Bow Wow has a character called Twinkie. Twinkie, yeah. Who has a, a Hulk-themed car. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, this been... is a period of time when Bow Wow was attempting to be a serious actor. Not, not everyone can make that jump. Ja Rule couldn't make it. Ludacris made it. Ludacris did it. He was he was in Gamer. Gamer, y'all. Gamer. Awesome. And he was in that video where he had the big fists. <laughs> I love that video. Sorry, that's not really on topic, but like there's a, there's a moment in in uh, Too Fast Too Furious where like Ted says something like, "Now you guys need to." Make good in this deal, or your cars aren't going to be the only thing to get smashed in. Like, I'm playing, like, I'm going to beat you up if you renege on this deal. And all I can think about was, like, what, are you going to put on those giant get back fists and beat them up, Tej? Come on, Tej. Okay, so Fast and Furious. Paul Walker's back as Brian O'Connor, who is somehow an FBI agent now. With his record, how in the world did he get that job? I don't understand it. <laughs> well, because he busted those people, he busted the people in two. I guess that makes up for the crimes he committed. <laughs> He, well, Brian he hasn't has not, committed that many crimes. Brian has not point. begun to commit crimes yet. Like, not he, really. He's got a whole career ahead of him of like committing major felonies. Yeah. Um, but he's on the trail of again another drug dealer. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Dom, Dom and oh. Letty are back. Letty. Uh, sorry, I didn't. We, we haven't talked about Michelle Letty. Rodriguez's character, Letitia, aka Letty. Mm-hmm. Letitia's a real name, right? Letitia yes. Ortiz. Uh, Letty is Dom's uh, love interest. They've been together since the first movie. 
She's played by Michelle Rodriguez. They've been together since they were 10, but yes, <laughs> since the first movie. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's real Boy Meets World. So <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez is great, and I love her. Uh, she shows that she's back in four. She's killed immediately. Uh, she is fridged hardcore. Yeah, it's real bad. It's really To ugly. motivate Dom's like, quest for vengeance. Like, there's definitely, let's kill this girl for man pain, and that's kind of upsetting. Yeah, and that really puts a damper on the whole movie. Like Justin Lin's back, and the main character is like the main plot line is back in a in a in a very big way. Like like yeah. Dom's sister Mia's back. Like continue yeah. like, like sort of like trying to figure out what's going on with her and Brian after like he like supposedly fell in love with her, but then sort of screwed up her whole life. <laughs> and so they're sort of yeah, all picking up... her brother won't be on the run, having some of her friends die. Yeah. yeah, everyone's sort of picking up the pieces from the first movie still, mm-hmm. and uh, it should be sort of exciting to have all these characters back, but it's. Like the whole like Letty's death and like Dom's very serious attitude and the fact that Brian is basically like racked with guilt for the whole movie makes it kind of a downer. It's not that fun. No, mm-hmm. it's kind of a dry run for what comes next. Because there's no there's no Roman Pierce. No Roman there's Pierce. There's no Tej. No Tej. There's no like there's it's no just about really Dom and Brian. Yeah. And Mia a little bit, but mostly yeah. Dom it, and Brian. Again, it's kind of a a prologue yeah. to I think the the better trilogy of the seven existing movies. Which is five, six, and seven. Yes. Exactly. There's, there's a thing in a lot of... Uh, uh, you guys know this. You watch TV. There's episodes where peop- where things are just being set up to, like, to pay off in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this sort of, like I've heard it described as moving pieces around on a board, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Game of Thrones is about half ep- episodes like that. If that's being charitable. But <laughs> if, for a movie series, this series has a lot of things like that. Yeah. But... If, Fast and Furious is, is competently done enough to sort of stand up on its own. Like, it's not the most fun, but it's it's not as fun as two. But it's it's probably a better movie than one. Yeah, and it's it's entertaining enough. Mm-hmm. And it um it ends with um Brian O'Connor going full criminal and like it ends with it ends with them with Mia and Brian uh hijacking the prison bus that Dom, that Dom is, is on. That Dom's on, yeah. Um, uh, which is sort of Brian's final act of redemption to like make things get right. back in the family. Yeah, Save but also brother. results in him being a fugitive. Yes, <laughs> so which much leads better, us <laughs> to I think we should talk about like the rest of them kind of quickly. Yeah, um, five, six, and seven, which I think are the most entertaining of the the franchise currently, because we get one the introduction of Hobbs. Played by the Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The Rock Johnson. As a antagonist, but not a villain in five, and then a, a teammate kind of in six and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fast five. He's, but he's part of the family by the end of seven. Yes. Fast five is sort of, is the payoff what's been building up for several movies now. Yeah. Where yes. They sort of take all these characters they've they've created across the entire franchise and like because Gal Gadot was in the fourth one. Yeah. As sort of like a minor. Mm-hmm. Drug kingpin, like henchman, yeah. basically, and they um bring back her and Tej and Rome, Roman, my boy Roman Pierce, and Han, and Han, and Han is back. He still has not gone to Tokyo yet. Yeah, and you get Elena, which I forget about. Yeah, and Elena is introduced uh, Hob- to Hobbs's partner, Elena, yeah. and they sort of assemble and and the and the two sorry the two Spanish guys from yeah. Fast Four whose names I always forget and I feel awful, but they're one of them is called Santos, but they're for they're, sure. <laughs> the other one. I don't remember. I don't remember. Name. But my favorite part of Fast Five is when um, Dom is doing the like Rusty Ryan, Danny Ocean. This is the team we're gonna need. 
we're gonna need a guy who's like a fast talker who like charm anybody and it's like roman getting off a plane we're gonna need a tech guy <laughs> finally we're gonna need two Precision drivers. <laughs> and Brian says, we already we got that we right. Got that right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Santos uh, and Leo are their names. Uh, Santos and Leo. Leo. And they're sort of a package deal of just like generic um just like They were they were in four too. Yeah, yeah they're they're, they're sort of like the good guy version of henchmen. Sort of low level dudes who sort of will do anything but are part of the team. And they they get together to to there's once again a drug dealer involved, but they're basically pulling off a big heist. Yeah, honestly, the the rest of the like the rest of the movies are basically just heist movies. Well, sort of. Well, hold on. Well, Five is a heist I don't know. movie. Five, Five is a heist movie. Uh, it's great. Like, unabashedly. This is sort of the point when the series begins veering more into genuine greatness. So, uh, <laughs> speaking for myself, my enjoyment of it is tempered with less irony. Because like, you can enjoy Fast Five like like with very little qualifications. It's just yep. a, a very just fun a good movie. movie. And it, like the climactic image of them... They try to steal, break into a safe, and things get screwed up so they can't. So they basically hook the safe onto their cars with a bunch of chains and drag it through the streets. Yeah. And it's the so most ridiculous, good. but also the way they use the safe to like fight off the people who are chasing them is very clever. It's very we, visually inventive. We get like we get to really creative, high quality car chases mm-hmm. in five, which is great. Yeah. Um, and also, there's some there's some. I get I get more impressions because the same guy, Chris Morgan, has written all these movies since I think the third or fourth one. Okay. And you there there's some there's some hints that like this guy or whoever like is is producing the movies is sort of taking hints from uh, more shall we say respected pieces of writing. Like there's a scene early on where Vince from the first movie shows back up again. Yeah. It's sort of like mm-hmm. a can we trust him or not? Is he still part of the family? I don't know. Sort of like rogue like rogue Asian a little bit. He is. And he um. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he sort of like gets mad at Dom, and, he, and the way he like like really drives the knife, and he just says, "Where's Letty, Dom? Huh? Where's Letty?" Which is exactly like that scene from The Wire season one. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, maybe I'm grasping at straws, but it felt like a very well Where's Wallace moment. Because where is Wallace, Kelsey? I don't like to think about where Wallace is. <laughs> Actually, he's Michael B. Jordan. He's doing just fine. He's just fine. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Wallace is doing just fine. <laughs> he's just fine. Um, so yeah, Fast Five, great. Fast Five, great. Fast and Furious Six. Yep. That is the title. That is the it's title. confusing because th- th- it's listed on every everywhere else as Fast and Furious Six, but yeah. the movie says, says Furious, Furious Six, Six at yeah. the beginning. But I the call. It, card. I think oh, yeah. you can say Fast and Furious Six or Furious Six mm-hmm. or even Fast Six if you want to, and people will know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too uptight about it. So, um, and, oh, I have so many notes about this one. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to skim these. Sorry, do you guys have anything you want to say? I'm. I'm sort of monopolizing it, but I. I think for me, Six is where I become emotionally invested. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a. Yeah, I agreed. I really do like Six. Like, five is just, like, building the, the family that we know and love and, like, putting them together and being, like, this this is our team. Yeah. But six is, like, you're, like, well, yeah, invested in, in the emotional part because, spoilers, uh, Letty A dead! It's just a big, Letty's we gotta back. get our girl back movie. It's yeah. basically what it it's is. It's basically, like, the, the thing they're trying to steal is Is Letty. Letty. <laughs> the end of the day it's sort of less a heist movie more of a at this point it becomes a full-on superhero franchise 
Because basically, like, they're even... And there's a scene where uh, my boy Roman Pierce really, like, lays it out. And, like... Because the team they're basically fighting against this whole movie is just an evil version of them. And there's other, like, moments where, like, they explicitly parallel, like, two characters with their two evil counterparts. I mean, there's... Roman Pierce is just, like... <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> it, what does he say? <laughs> He says, he, says, he says some things I can't repeat in good context. Yeah. Um, Brian, what did you... What you... He, he points out one of the girls as being like the, the evil Brian. And he's yeah. like, just kidding, you're, you're the prettiest blonde around. <laughs> More evidence for that particular uh, particular theory. Yeah. Um, and uh, That's also the uh, Samoan Thor joke, which is my favorite. Yes, yeah, so this is a great... When, co- when, when Tej's phone rings. There's just a very like qua- like one-off joke moment where... Like, where um, uh, Oh, Hobbs, who is now basically part of the, the family, yeah. is calling Tej, and you just see Tej's phone, and his, and the, the name that he is assigned to Hobbs is Samoan Thor, which is very fitting. It's pretty accurate to yeah. describe. It's also just a very, rock that way. very well executed joke. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of notes here about. Uh, I just wrote the words "street race as courtship," because Lady has lost her memory, and and like Dom is basically trying to win her back. Yeah. And he, he enters a street race with her to sort of like try to remind her of what they used to have. Uh, I just wrote down about I just wrote down Tej and Hobbs humiliating a racist and then a bunch of like like finger <laughs> AOK sign emojis. Oh, it's when they go to the when the, they go to the, the car, car auction. the car auction. Yeah, and then Tej buys all the cars and he's like, My friend likes your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and they make this like racist British dude strip down and totally humiliate him. It wasn't, it's even, great. it wasn't even really like he was just racist, he was just elitist. Yeah. He just didn't believe that he's they had money. He's a little bit racist. He, he assumes that Tej is not rich because he's a black man who is not wearing gold chains yeah, yeah. true like and doesn't have any honeys i think yes he said he says honeys it's he's <laughs> he's he it's it's coded racially it is i also wrote down my favorite thing which is that uh, we see that roman with the money he had from the heist in the last movie bought a plane and wrote the words it's roman bitches on the side i love roman because they keep like roman they still allow him to use his natural charisma and sort of like his outsized personality, but because the tone of the movies has sort of shifted a little bit, now they're sort of like constantly undercutting his his like boast boastfulness. Like he still thinks he's the best guy in the world, but like everyone knows he's full of crap. Yeah. But they love him anyway. Yeah. Oh, the the fist fights in this one are come up a whole new level. Yeah. Like there's one pretty good I, fist fight in five between uh, Samoa and Thor and yeah. Dom. Yeah. And but I think because you have the Rock now. They, like, have, uh, like, while the driving has always been good, they've definitely upped to, like, the hand-to-hand. Yeah. In the, in the, in the, uh, last two. Because you also had, uh, Gina Carano? Gina Carano. There's a scene where Gina Carano in, is fighting Michelle Rodriguez while... Riley. Riley, yes. Riley. While, while Tej and Roman fight a guy who's really good at fighting. Yeah. Not Tej, uh, Han and Roman. Yeah. And because Han and Roman aren't really good fighters, they sort of get beaten up. Han pretty- and... Han and because Han and Giselle are in the same car for that final scene. Who is fighting? No, it's a Han and who's who's fighting that one guy with Roman? It's wait. Roman's in a car. Roman's in a car. No, when the, no that, on the that, plane. It's just no the chase that the chase scene in the in the in the tube. In the London Underground, they're they're chasing everyone around. Oh, oh yeah, the I'm one where, the, the one that it ends where where he, uh, it is Roman and Han. It is and Roman and Han. They're yeah. like this didn't happen. Oh <laughs> yeah, when they just get beat to crap Sorry. and they're just like. This, this is not how this is. There is a, there's a later scene where Michelle and uh, Gina Carano are fighting, fight are fighting again, on a yeah. plane. And your, your sympathies are totally reversed this time. Yeah. Because of the crazy plot twists that have happened. Yeah. 
So I, um, I get very enthusiastic about uh, Furious 6. Yeah, and, and yeah, so you've got Gina Carano, who they brought in because she's a MMA? She was an MMA fighter who at this point was like starting to try to transition to being an actor. Okay. I don't know how great it's gone for her. I saw her in this and before this several years ago in Haywire, which is a not very good Steven Soderbergh movie. She's good in this. Yeah, she's, she's good at kicking people. Yeah. She's great at it. Um, so I enjoyed that. And I, yeah, I do think the fist fights are, are level up in in six. The one thing I have to say about six before we move on, and I know Kelsey's giving me the uh, no, I want to know the the wrap up motion from off stage here. She's got the, she got the big king. She's bringing it out. She's gonna pull me off stage. No, is that um? There's a moment where Stasiak shows up. Oh right, from yeah. four. Uh yeah. So um, Brian like sort of figures out that he needs to get some information from the drug dealer they busted in six. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I, no. Yeah. They, Bra- Braga? Braga. Braga from four. four. They bring Sorry, it's in four. six, but it's they go back. Yeah. And yeah. They, Sorry. Thank you. And they let Brian go to jail essentially right. to figure and this he stuff has, out. He has to get back to where Braga is now being held in jail, and to do that, he sort of like calls in a favor or sort of like makes a bargain with his old partner who he had not his partner his co-worker Stasiak who still works for the FBI who helps Mm -hmm. him out and sort of like the way they keep bringing back these characters like and just things you think are gone forever from the franchise at this point really reminded me of Breaking Bad (laughs) okay let me explain one of the best uh, critically hailed as like one of the best storytelling things of our of our age and one of the one of the big things that Vince Gilligan and all the writers of the show do is they sort of well, not only do they set challenges for themselves, like flash forwards mm-hmm. or writing a whole show that's a prequel, yeah. um, they will often, the way they write is sort of write themselves into a corner and then try to write their way out of it. <laughs> and a lot of the things they do for that is they will look back to old things they've written in like older episodes yeah. and like like pick them over for character details like that have already been established. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we said this person is from here. What does that mean? You're like, oh, they know this person this way? That's weird. What would, like, how, where could that lead? And they'll mine the previous parts of the story for more details in a very unique and organic way. Mm-hmm. And they kind of do the same thing in the Fast and Furious movies <laughs> in a way that at this point, like, really... And again, I've been watching nothing but these movies for about a week straight, so maybe <laughs> my brain got a little scrambled. But it really sort of impressed me the way they brought that plot line back to sort of... Mm-hmm propel this one forward and add some closure to to brian's whole guilt story arc i mean i i I love that you have compared the writing in breaking bad to the writing in the fast and the furious franchise i'm telling you chris morgan clearly loves the wire and he probably likes breaking bad a lot too yeah um maybe that's why these are so successful you know uh i think i think six is a really really good movie but it also is a very sad movie yeah. It gets real sad at the end. There's things get very emotional at the end. Yeah. I, uh, I, this, this is the first time I got, I teared up during one of these movies is <laughs> several successive things happen at the end that are both tragic and heartrending <laughs> and are, um, but also inspiring and nice. Yeah. It's, very, it's, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster the last half hour of this movie. Mm-hmm. And also they, they drive a car through a plane. Yeah. An exploding plane. Drive a car through an exploding plane. <laughs> Which is impressive. But not nearly as impressive as what they do in Furious 7. Furious 7. When they drive a car through a building. 
Uh, three buildings. Three buildings. <laughs> three buildings. So sorry. Cars don't fly, Katie. Yes, they do. Cars don't fly. Cars don't fly. Cars don't fly. Cars don't fly. It's Brian quoting his two-year-old son. <laughs> I guess that's a thing parents do. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So Fury Seven, I think, is really, really great. I like it a lot. Um, I think it only. Well, I miss Han, who is now because insert right. Okay, insert, so uh, episode three or uh, uh, movie, episode movie three. three after movie six. Sort of so, at the at the end of six, and then sort of like for the first twenty minutes so of seven, seven they kind of like they're sort of like bringing back in pieces of three mm-hmm. and tying back in Han's death, mm-hmm. and the whole movie sort of um, sort of two plot lines going on in in, in mm-hmm. eight is sort of the like techno spy seven, thriller seven. thing. Sorry, seven. I'm getting ahead Not of myself. I'm so excited future. for this for Friday. <laughs> there's the techno spy thriller, and then there's the revenge story with Jason mm-hmm. Statham as the the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Things get very operatic in in seven. There's a whole there's a whole like double handed weapon sword fight basically between Dom and uh, Deckard, Jason Statham's character at the end, where it ends with is like, like essentially Dom like crushes a whole building beneath his feet to trap Jason Statham inside of it. <laughs> You know, the thing that I never really understood about Seven is Kurt Russell's character. Mr. Nobody. He's so, like, he's coming back, right? Yeah, he's yeah. in well, I feel like there's not a lot of resolution there. No, he gets shot, but he's okay. He's okay. He's fine. And then he I just mean, disappears yeah. for the last hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, because at the end of Six, they're all... No, at the end of Seven, they're fine. Are they free at the end of Seven? They're free at the end of Six. At the end of Six, yeah. Hobbs gives they're them all... all they're, they're all clean. He off. says, like, what do you want? And he, he says, 1327. 1327. Yeah. And they move back home. And they move yeah. home. But then Jason, um, Jason Statham blows up their house, like, yeah. in the very next movie. Yeah. But so, because they're clean, the government just kind of, like, uses them. Yeah. Yeah. So we've now reached the, uh, the point in which the, the family are just, like... Government contracted. Government <laughs> contracted. They're like a man. government contracted uh, Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven, 11 yeah. slash superhero team because they can also like jump from car to car and yeah. survive incredible falls from from dizzying heights. Yeah. Oh, when he catches Letty, I'm like, well, how are you going? How in six? Yeah. In six. Yeah. yeah. When he catches her on the back yeah. of that car, I'm like, you should be dead. That, <laughs> how did this happen? That happens. That really happens. That does happen. <laughs> um. Anyway. In real so, in real life, I mean that 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 happens more than you would think. That exact thing. Yeah. Happens all With the, the tank and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Now we've sort of discussed all of the movies. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, I told Kelsey today I didn't think I had that much to say about any of them. And she said, I bet you have more to say than you think you do. <laughs> and uh, she was right. Um, I have some some talking, some, some questions. Some, uh, some, some queries. Um... Start with the the heavy one. What do you guys think the, the role of this franchise is as far as like twenty first century culture is? Like when they dig up these DVDs <laughs> hundreds of years in the future after the apocalypse, like why did they make ten plus movies about cars? <laughs> it's not about cars. It's about family. It's about family. <laughs> it's about like, family. and why do you why do you think they've been so successful? 
I don't really want to speculate what aliens are going to think about this as a, a representation of our culture as a whole. I'm not sure if it's the best example. But um, I don't know. I think that they sustain because at the end, I think people like the characters. And I think that, especially after five, I think they actually develop the characters as a unit. And you really want to see that unit exist and succeed and be together, even though that doesn't always happen never happens maybe only in five and then questionable after that but i mean i don't know i think that it started out as just like fast cars were in in the 90s it was kind of a thing and then yeah i think it's just more about the people than it was about i think it's just and i think people like explosions like i don't know i just always think that the in the end a good action movie is a good action movie so people enjoy going to watch them i think it's nice girls can bring their boyfriends and be like I like the story part, and their dudes like I like the explosion cars part. So it's very heteronormative. It's heteronormative. <laughs> Sorry, I also think all girls can just go and enjoy it, and dudes can go together. It's not a heteronormative thing. I just, in general, think it's like a. I think sometimes that's a that's a nice idea. You just want to watch some explosions. I also just really like explosions, so I have no issue with that. The no, ne- the new one looks like there's a lot of exploding things. Take Katie to see more fireworks shows. Yes, <laughs> I didn't get enough of them as a child. Katie like explosions. I like explosions. So I know if you were like a like a dating tip. I don't know. Just okay. a note. Just a <laughs> note. Out in general, <laughs> I do enjoy a good firework show. Your delivery was. I prefer to not be in an exploding car. Like in general, I'd prefer to not be in that situation. But yeah, do you seeing like seeing other things explode? It's pretty cool. Do you like pina coladas? And getting. Lost in the rain, <laughs> caught in the rain. I mean, whatever, man. Whatever, man. Yeah, if you have a few pina coladas, that day can go anywhere. Yeah, true story. Couple down a couple PCs at one p.m. <laughs> well, the whole afternoon just opens up. Um, <laughs> do you think that movies five to infinity, um, <laughs> or the existing five yeah. to eight, would have existed if not for the the addition of the rock to the family. I mean, I'm biased. Hobbs is my favorite character, pretty much. Oh, um, I mean, from the original, I, I do really. Letty's my other favorite, but right. that's different. Um, I really do like. I do like Hobbs. I think he's a really. I think his his development is really good. Like he goes from just being like a hardcore cop, good guy kind of deal. Like we are going to bring down these criminals criminals, and we're not going to let them get in the cars. Just going to cross this name off my list. Just going (laughs) to keep going. And he has a really, really disturbing goatee in that movie. But other than that, it's pretty great. His facial hair in five. His facial hair in five is pretty awful. But um, Sarah raised the point that maybe they gave him that facial hair in five. So you could tell him and Vin Diesel apart. (laughs) When they're like wrestling Even around, though they and look nothing the same. Like each I mean, when you see that sort of like, bald. when you see that sort of mess of like muscles and and bald heads. and bald his bald head, you sort of oh. you, you yeah. can get a little confused for a second. I made the point that the bald to hair ratio in these movies is quite high. It is because <laughs> you've got they're I Jason's mean, people. Yeah, it's true. Kelsey, they're I'm, your people. Our, our listeners don't know I'm bald. I've like, definitely mentioned it before. <laughs> it's true, you if have. not, they yeah. do now. Um, no, I just, I do think that Hobbs, it's an, int- I don't know. I don't know if it's about him or as much as like in those movies, they all come back together and you actually get all, however many of them there are in one room and working towards the same thing. And 
I don't know. I do really like I do really like his character a lot. It's a, it's a grounding. It's a nice grounding portion of their group. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's good casting too because they yeah. that that figure was always going to come back in when it became a heist series basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the fact that they created a character like Hobbs with so many bizarre turns of phrase <laughs> and then cast the rock as that character really makes him more than just a like a mm-hmm. plot device. He's part yeah. of the family. And I think I personally think that the fact that he's part of it now is one of the reasons it'll probably go on after the death of Paul Walker. Take a moment there. Because <laughs> um, I think he has an enthusiasm for the series and, and I think he and Vin Diesel have a good relationship. And Well, apparently they don't really like each other in real life. Really? That's not true. Vin I... Diesel came out and said that that's not accurate. Hmm. Where, where did you Can... hear this? There was some, apparently some beef on 8 and that they were all supposed to be separated, but Vin Diesel came out and was like, no, he's Uncle Dwayne in our house. It's... <laughs> he hangs out with my kids. Oh, I'm and... saying this feud season two. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> Dwayne, kind of the Dwayne, Rock Dwayne and Vin. Vin. <laughs> I kind of have a hard time envisioning The Rock being angry really at anyone in real life. In the wrestling ring, perhaps. <laughs> in, in movies, yes. Who's your fave? Who's my fave? I mean, my fave is probably Tej. Mm, I like Khan a lot, though, too. Tej is just so good. Tej is real good. I mean, that's... Okay, so... A lot of people have died, or left, or whatever, or just didn't get that much of a character arc in general. <laughs> so who, who, what existing character would you either like bring back from the dead or bring into the family? From like, like, wh- who would you pick out from those to bring to either like raise back up Letty style or like you know bring back in Stasia style? Um. I'm fairly partial to Giselle. I think she's a really good character and they just really didn't do like, I don't know. I just, I, I do like Gal Gadot in general anyway, but um, I really, I like, I like her attitude in the movies. I think she's an interesting, cause it, and she's a different kind of girl in those movies than, than Letty is and, uh, and uh, Mia and Mia doesn't really after, after four, she's not really like in the cars and stuff anymore. She's, Raising babies. And I mean, such. she's like calling the shots in five. She's so. calling the shots, but she's not in it as yeah. much. So I do like her. I like I like bringing her in. And I just thought her death was really upsetting and unnecessary. Um, but I she does like do it to save Han. So. Bring her back without bringing Han back. That's fair. I agree with that. I don't. Think, I just I don't, I don't understand Listen, why. No, I, but I really like her in yeah. as a character. I've watched I've watched every version of Han's death multiple times, like just trying to count out how many seconds the camera's not right on the car, just <laughs> doing all the math, crunching all the numbers, trying to see if there's any way he could have crawled out before the thing explodes. But there's a wide shot of the car exploding with no like recently freed Han figures <laughs> crawling away from it. So unless they really pull some shenanigans, it's gonna be hard to bring Han back. Yeah. That would be my answer, though. Yeah. Alternate answer, uh, I want Bow Wow to be part of the franchise again. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if that character really has enough skills to be part of the family, mm-hmm. but he's just so likable in 3. Mm-hmm. And he's such a good friend to Sean, even though Sean does not deserve it in any fashion. Yeah, I I would definitely bring back the three Miami drivers as yeah. a team. Oh, Suki yeah. and... Suki and... Uh, Jesse Williams. Julius Not Jesse and... Williams. 
Who's the um? It's Michael Ely. Michael Ely. Uh, I forget. They're, Julius is the other. They're they're Julius is one of them. I forget the third guy's yeah, name. Yeah, I know. They're both handsome men with ice blue eyes. So <laughs> yeah. I get them confused sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Suki and and Julius and. Michael Ely, <laughs> whose character name I can't remember. I would bring them back, maybe not as part of the team, but like for like a not a cameo, but like a extended guest spot. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, like Stasiak. Yeah, they they probably have things to offer. Yeah, I mean they're all drivers. Well, Suki does. She was like part of the the plan too. Yeah, those are things. So like, the other guys. Actually. I think I think you could bring Suki back in like as a part of the team. Oh, that wouldn't be too hard. No, no. She and Tej were clearly like pretty they're, close. Yeah, yeah, they're like besties. Or they or were having more. sex. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. Um, I think it was intended to, to be that they were having sex, but we just wanted them to be a different kind of relationship. Yeah. Oh, head cannon. Man, the head cannons. Yeah, everyone. I think that's that's who I'd bring back. I mean, if I couldn't bring, like, I would bring back Han and Giselle if I yeah. could. Obviously, if I could, <laughs> would that I could, but snap my fingers and bring back Han and Giselle. Oh. Um. So we know that there's gonna be ten movies. I think that that's as far as they've gotten. Yes. <laughs> with with the uh, with the naming conventions of these these films. What what do you think are the potential names for Fast Furious Nine and, and Ten? Obviously, the next one is the Fine and the Furious. The Fine and the Furious. Stylized as the Fine and the Furious. <laughs> okay. The Fine. Ten is the Forgotten Furious. Forgot Ten. Forgot Ten. Yes. Furious. <laughs> um. Feel free to keep going. But, uh, I didn't. I haven't thought of any past ten. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't like to uh, get my hopes up too much that there's going to be 11 they of these movies. They haven't thought past 10 either. Okay. And point, it's not coming out till 2021, so we've got some time. At what point does this become the longest series in American film? I mean, is, can you think of a series that has more than 10 movies? I'm trying to, because I, I, I think I would lose track after like, well, like a horror movie sequels, like, do you count reboots? Because there's been at least... Well, how many Saw movies are there? There's only seven so oh. far. I mean, Because these... James Wan directed a... Um, is it the James Wan? James, um, not Justin Wan. James Wan, one of the creators of Saw, directed a Furious Seven, which um, is a weird choice, but good for him. But I mean, I think with like the Saw movies, those all have different casts, right? No, no. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of recurring characters. Really? There's a lot of. There's also like one long, like overarching plot line. Okay. It 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 had it it, it really brings in, um, again, uh, what's the word? It's not good. Um, Problematic. Reduced reduced dividends. Oh. It doesn't. It doesn't. Things get worse as they go on. Uh, yeah. Whereas, I think, unlike most movie series with the Fast and the Furious franchise, things have gotten better. It's rare yeah. to see a franchise not really hit stride till number five. Right. That's very <laughs> yeah. unusual. Um, we'll see how this one goes, though. I'm interested to see where they take the the story. Why did Dom betray the family? Why? It's clear he had to. So, he wouldn't do why. unless he had to. He wouldn't. I mean, he that man's got to have I mean, a code. That whole. I mean, it's just in the preview, but that confrontation he has with Letty in the the uh, alleyway, mm. and she's like, "You won't shoot me." <laughs> He's like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I, I didn't know like, Letty was portrayed by an old woman in this, uh, this installment. <laughs> Shut up. It's a bold choice. Just <laughs> uh, uh. said I can't touch the table. I can still hit you. That's fair. I have one last question. For, we have recommendations. Well, it's too. it's for um. 
The world. It's, the for, world? it's, it's for it's for Katie, but sort of directed as a, an open question, which is, why must I chase the cat? <laughs> Why must why, I chase why, the cat? Why? I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> it's like it's like a Zen it's, cone. It's, yeah. You just sort of like think about it and just to clear your mind, because there's no good answer. It's a really good question to ask all the time, just mm-hmm. even out of context. It makes. I feel like you're, I'm gonna start question. using it as like a, like a the fuck is this? Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Why must I, I chase the cat? <laughs> to me, it feels more like, like, what am I even doing right now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> How did I get here? Why? why must I chase the cat? <laughs> why? Why? Why must I chase the cat? <laughs> Recommendations. Yeah, this we al- is the portion of our program. We always forget about them. We didn't this time. Yes. Okay, so this is the part where, Katie, you haven't ruined our lives with this beautiful thing. It is beautiful. It is beautiful, it and is. I do. I do. I want. I want to get this out. I probably made this pretty clear. This is probably like one of the, the better things that has been recommended to me in this podcast. <laughs> it is one of the things that has brought me the most joy. I feel very accomplished. You you, you nailed it. You should. You should. <laughs> and uh, so we we pay you back by usually stumbling over some sort of recommendation that we're thinking of on the spot, but not this time. We planned ahead. We uh, what? precisely ten hours ahead because this morning I thought, oh shit, I better text Kelsey and let her know what we're this tonight. <laughs> So, Kelsey, do you want to go first? Yeah, so we were thinking about sort of the, what this is and, like, trying to recommend similar things. And I was like, okay, action movies. And Jason was kind of like, okay, movies that are in long series. Um, and my recommendation to you, which you I feel like you've probably watched it. Maybe you haven't. Is uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. It's on my list. I have not watched it yet, but I've only heard good things. Katie, it's so, so good. And yeah. there's so many explosions. Good. My favorite. Um, and of, of all types. And Colin Firth is in that Colin movie. Firth is a fucking badass in it. And Taron Egerton's in it. Samuel Jackson's in it. It's real good. They're making a second one. I think it could have the potential to be a long series. Those kids are young enough. They could just yeah. roll, roll that on for yeah. quite some Colin, time. Colin Firth will do whatever for whatever. Yeah. Mark Strong, he's in it too. It's great. I do like Mark Strong. King, yeah. Kingsman is too sort of like is too good in the first movie though. Right, like, like, it's, it's hard to imagine a movie having the longevity of the Fast and Furious movies because the Fast and Furious movies were so bad at the beginning. Yeah, and they sort of <laughs> had nowhere to go but up, and they went up. Up, yeah. Whereas Kingsman yeah. could certainly be better, but also is like pretty great on its own yeah, merit. That's true. Uh, but I do, I, I co-sign this recommendation fully. That's a great movie. And that's just for anybody. Like you should watch Kingsman. It's great. Yeah, Kingsman's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Jason, mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend the. Final Destination series of movies. It is a horror franchise, as Katie, you probably know. Uh, anyone who doesn't know, it's a horror franchise where the killer is death. And the the formula of each movie is basically there's a group of people who, thanks to someone's premonition, escape a some sort of like large-scale catastrophe. And then because they've escaped a loophole in death's plan, death spends the whole movie as this sort of like unseen force, sort of like setting up these rube goldberg machines of death to sort of knock them off one by one and the um fun is not so much in the characters or anything that happens but more for just the seeing the elaborate ways they sort of set up and play out these grim uh scenarios and i i sort of think it's comparable to to fa- the fast and furious movies because the first one is um if not the worst like a low bar to clear and they get better as they go along. Like three, I saw three in theaters like maybe 
four times. I mean, it was it was wow. high, it was high school. Impressive. I had a lot of free time in high school. I wasn't doing my work, so you know, <laughs> oh, what else? What fair, else are you gonna do? Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it's very fun. Two, I think, is probably the best one. But then four and five are also pretty good. And then th- by the time you get to starting with two, and then definitely like into five, especially the way the the timeline plays out is like interesting and twists around in ways that you might not expect in ways that are less confusing than the Fast and Furious franchise to be fair mm-hmm. but still like the, the chronology of the, of the movies is uh, confused and and in the best way okay for ruin my life this has been Jason Edwards <laughs> and Kelsey Goldman and, and Katie and, Warden and thank you Katie Warden for joining us here at ruin my life it's been great <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug, Katie? No. What? <laughs> you're not Sorry. really like on the internet. So. No, I'm not. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, though. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Going to lots of concerts. Going to lots of concerts, looking at a lot of art. Yeah. Our theme song is Outside in the Rain by the Weeping Willards off of their self-titled debut album. You can find it at theweepingwillards.bandcamp.com. Uh, our logo is designed by Carly Sussman. Um, thanks, Carly. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> So I'm just going to finish this Corona. Do you want to give a little speech? Money, Money come, come and go. We know, we know this. But the most important thing in life will always be the people in this room. Right here. Right now. Salute me, familia. Salute. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me Only I can mention me Only I can mention me What how did you first experience this? How how did you come to be a follower of the family Toretto? So I was really actually thinking about this and I Sorry, are are fans of the the character Dom Toretto called subs? don't think so why why oh (laughs) that was a bad bdsm joke you're right it was real bad you need to cut that out i'm really disappointed in you i'm sorry i'm just i'm just trying not to make the next obvious joke from that joke (laughs) go ahead let's get it out (laughs) you're right i should be punished You want to ask that question again? <laughs> yeah, sure. So I can answer. I don't know why we need to ask the question twice with when this is the take we're going with. Clearly.